Let's face it, investment concepts and financial planning can be very intimidating and confusing. Shoreline Wealth Management addresses that feeling head on. Their goal is to educate you while offering financial advice without buzzwords and jargon. Shoreline includes you in the process and makes you comfortable every step of the way. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information and start your financial journey with comfort and security today. Shoreline Wealth Management with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SI. PC. Welcome to the Financial Wake Up Call podcast, where Dave Crossing guides you on a financial journey each and every week discussing a wide variety of financial topics so that you can make the best decision for you and your family in the days, weeks, and months ahead. A lot to think about, a lot to plan for. And Dave Crossing. Nice intro, buddy. Yeah. I love this. Well, well done. <laughs> I'm kind of like laying out the red carpet here. You know Vin why we Avenue. call you Butter? Because you're on a roll. There we go. There it I is, like Butter. That. You like that, it? That's the title of my new book, Vin Avenue <laughs> on a Roll. That's it. Love it. <laughs> well, Dave, what's, uh, how what's can cooking? We, what's cooking this week? How can, we, how can you help uh, guide people on their financial journey this week? Okay, okay. So, Vin, I had a great response from uh, the previous podcast ah. regarding should I, I like lease or should I buy when it comes to a car? Okay. Sure. Great ideas out there, things to consider. So then I started thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. This is another big one, buddy. And this was uh, a topic that came up with a client of mine uh, looking at their situation with their home and wanted to figure out if this made sense. Should I refinance my home when it comes to my mortgage? Mm. It's a big one. Now, you know, looking at it, rates have gone up. So there was a nice opportunity for people to refinance at lower levels. But again, still historically attractive rates are out there. And I have a lot of people that look at this situation and they don't know what direction to go. They're looking at it as, well, yes, it would be nice to get a lower interest rate, but is that enough? Are there other factors to consider? So I figured, you know what, Vin, let's go over some pros and some cons to refinancing. And here we go. Let's just jump in. Let's, there we go. Let's talk about some positives. Well, sure. number one, the ability for a refinancing of your mortgage is the ability, if you have a higher interest rate, this may present an opportunity to get a lower interest rate. Number one, that's a key factor. You know, to refinance and get a higher interest rate, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's a situation <laughs> where you have, let's make up a scenario, Vin. You All have right. a 30-year mortgage and you're paying, I'll make this up, 7%. And now I can get, you know, 55 or 6%. And typically you want to get over that 1% level. Okay. It's, you don't want something where it's an eighth of a point. Well, that's not going to really do much simply because there's closing costs and different fees to make that adjustment. So number one, an appealing aspect of refinancing is can I get a better interest rate? And so the key thing about that too, Ven, is when you are speaking to your mortgage representative is they can actually run the numbers to show you with having a lower interest rate over particular terms, how you would make out. Did this make sense by doing so? But again, a key factor and a, a pro to refinancing is if you're able to get a lower interest rate. Now, with a lower interest rate, now comes the ability to get a lower payment. For a lot of people, they're if they're able to get that interest rate down a significant amount, 
they would have the opportunity to now have a lower payment. And for people that are looking to save money with their payments that they're making toward their mortgage, and if it makes sense, now having the ability for a lower payment. And again, these are numbers that you would go over with your mortgage representative to be able to see exactly, okay, I was paying, I'm making this up, Vin, I was paying $2,200 a month, and now it's down to $2,000 a month. Okay, so there's mm. a situation where not only could you get yourself a better interest rate, or I should say a lower interest rate, but now a situation where your payment is less. Here's a big one, Vin. You ready? Oh, bring okay, it on. Here it bring comes. it on. The opportunity to now lessen the term of the mortgage. So let's throw out an example. Let's say I had a 30-year mortgage and now I've paid it down to, let's say, you know, 22 years. Okay, so I have 22 years to go. But now I'm looking and like, you know what? I can get a lower interest rate with now 15 years. So now I've taken this 30 year, which I paid down to 22. And if the numbers make sense, well, there you go. Maybe I can now make it a shorter term. And what does that mean? Basically the 15 year, now I've shaved off from 22 years, seven years off of the term of the mortgage. And again, with the payments being at a 15 year time frame, more of your principal, or I should say more of your payments are okay. going against the principal. So you're paying it off sooner. So refinancing may provide a nice opportunity to make the term less. And you put that together with a lower interest rate, it will keep the payment at a level that hopefully you can afford. Again, the key thing to this is make sure that if you do go with a shorter term, and if you're lucky enough to then couple that with a lower interest rate, you can afford the payment. Keep in mind, because it's a shorter term, you want to make sure that that payment isn't at a point where it's, you know, you can't afford it. So again, shorter term, more of your payment is going to your principal for each payment. Another factor, and this is a big one, Vin, for people that let's say started off a mortgage, and again, let's make up an example. Let's say I had a 30-year mortgage and I had PMI insurance. And basically that would be, I put down a lesser down payment than 20%. Let's say I put down 10% and because I didn't put down 20% to buy the property, I have this PMI insurance. Mm. And so that's money that I can't write off. That's not something on your taxes you can write off. It's added to the payment, uh, to my monthly payment. So it's more expensive. So I'm thinking, well, let me reach out to my mortgage company to see if now because the market has gone up with housing and let's say my mortgage, of course, has gone down, um, it's not as much of a debt simply because I've been paying it for a certain amount of time that maybe I can get rid of that PMI just by reaching out to the mortgage company. Well, in some situations, depending on your mortgage, you're stuck with that PMI, even though your equity is mm. over the 20%. Gotcha. So that may be an opportunity to say, you know what, the way I have my mortgage set up, unfortunately, even though I have more than 20% now in equity, I still can't get rid of that PMI insurance. So by refinancing now, because the amount that you're borrowing and the amount of the home is more, uh, you now have more than 20% equity, it would then enable you to get rid of that PMI. That may be another reason to take a good look at refinancing to get rid of that PMI if you can't simply get rid of it for having more than 20% equity in the home with the mortgage that you currently have. Now, Vin, 
We have to shift gears. Oh, boy. Those were some oh positives boy. to refinancing. Yeah, not the negative Things train. to consider on the positive <laughs> uh, refinancing like positive. items that we're talking about here. But we have to look at the other side of it. Right. And number one, and this is so important, with refinancing, there are costs. And when I say costs, there are costs to go from the mortgage that you have to now the, the new mortgage. And so what I say to people is we need to look at how long it's going to take with these new costs that you're going to have to pay for the refinancing to pay, to pay that down. So in other words, does it take you three years with these additional costs at refinancing for then it to make sense? Mm. And so what I say to people is, okay, how long do you think you'll be in the home? If somebody's like, well, I'll probably be there a couple of years. Well, let's think about that. Does it make sense to refinance? If the numbers say that what you're paying to refinance, you're not going to be able to get that money back, so to speak, prior to three years? Well, no, then right. it didn't make sense. You're thinking, well, hey, David, I'm getting a lower interest rate. I'm shortening the term of the mortgage. Well, that all sounds good. I'm getting rid of that PMI. But wait a minute. If you're telling me you're probably going to sell the home in a couple of years, then it doesn't make sense to go through the whole refinancing, go through the cost that it takes, the expense of refinancing, if it's going to take at least a couple, two, three years to recoup that money. So what's nice about having a conversation with a mortgage representative is they can run those numbers for you to say, okay, because of the cost that you're going to pay for this new mortgage, it's going to take you X amount of time for you to be positive. And again, looking at it, if that time frame does not match up with the amount of time that you think you'll be in the home, well, right off the bat, I'd say, you know what? It wouldn't make sense to go ahead with that refinance. Mm. Here's the other thing too, Vin. Okay. And I see this too many times where let's say I had a 30-year mortgage. Right. Now I've paid it down to 22 years. So I have 22 years um, to go. And now somebody's like, Dave, great news. I got a lower interest rate. I've got lower payments. Nice. But the hiccup is it's now back to a 30-year mortgage. Oh. <laughs> exactly. So I say, well, hold on a second. I, I like the fact you got a lower interest rate. Sure, I'm sure. I'm very excited about that. I like that your payment is lower. That's a good thing. But yeah. now you've added eight years to the term. Mm. So now we got to do the numbers and say, hey, over that time period, did that actually make sense? And right. in a lot of cases, people are they're looking at the payment and they're so into, okay, what am I paying? Oh, it's a lesser amount. I can afford it. Um, it's And they jump on it. And they're being positioned to only look at what they're paying and not really looking at what it's costing ah. time frame wise cost of actually doing the refinancing so what i always say to people is we gotta get under the hood we gotta look at the numbers mm. and if you're telling me yes you were able to get a lower payment a lower interest rate but you've extended the term out eight years those numbers most likely won't work and again Keep in mind, we got to also take another look at how long you're going to be in the home and does it make sense to go through the process and the expense of doing this refinancing. The other thing, too, I just wanted to bring up, too, is some people are like, well, David, you know, I can refinance and get cash out of the home for different needs that they may have by, and I'll make up a scenario, because the home has increased in value. Let's say they have a $100,000 mortgage. And they're like, well, David, great news. I can now 
go ahead and you know bring that up to 150,000 mortgage and you know my payment is a certain amount similar or less um, I have a better interest rate but then you're again you're going through the costs that are associated with the closing. Again, mm. will you be in the home long enough for this to make sense? And number two, maybe it would have made sense to just do a home equity, not going through that expense, having a home equity that you can borrow additional equity from the home without having to go through the whole refinancing process and the expense that's with it. Again, gotcha. that needs to be evaluated. What are the terms with the mortgage that you'd be refinancing and would it have been a cheaper option to just have a home equity on the property to be able to access yeah. profits, or I should say additional equity that has been built up in the home. And we've seen this housing market where homes have really increased different ways to tap into that equity. Here's another thought, Vin. And for a lot of people, they're like, well, you know, hey, David, I, I like the fact that, you know, I'm taking my mortgage down to a 15 year. You sure. know, that's appealing. I had a 30, I've paid it down to 22, and now I'm able to refinance and get a 15 year. We have the conversation like, hey, I'm getting a lower interest rate, but the payment is so much more, either they're going to have trouble of making the payments, affording mm. what the additional amount is. Here's a little trick. Okay. Consider this, Vin. Uh-huh. For a 30-year mortgage, if you make an extra payment a year, okay, one extra payment, so right. you have 12 payments and whatever that extra payment is, let's make up a number, let's say it's uh, 2000 a month, but you take that. 13th payment okay and you pay it against the principal mm. okay and there's ways to do it bi-weekly monthly whatever gotcha. or i should say annually or make payments more frequently there's other ways you can attack it okay but you could shave off on a 30 year close to seven years oh wow so again there's other ways to accomplish lessening the term or the amount of time that you're going to spend um on this home to completely pay it off that you wouldn't have to necessarily refinance. Mm. So I just want to put that out there. These are points to consider. Don't get so caught up in, I have a lesser payment (laughs) and lose track of, did I extend the term? You know, did it make sense? And am I going to be leaving during a time period where these additional costs I wouldn't have paid off? The numbers don't work. So I wanted to bring this up because for a lot of people, they are considering it. Does it make sense? What I always say to people, what are you trying to accomplish? In other words, what are, what's the goal here? You know, how long will right, you be in right. the home? What are you trying to do? Maybe there's other ways to accomplish the same thing. Like I mentioned with making that extra payment uh, on your existing 30-year mortgage, yeah. you really shave a good amount of years off that, you know, or, or does it make sense that you have a very high interest rate and refinancing would make sense. You're going to be in the home for a good amount of time that the mm-hmm. numbers work. So I wanted to put it out there, but the key thing is with any mortgage representative, they can really run these numbers and you can actually see, hey, if I do this, what's it gonna look like? If I refinance or I make an extra payment, you'll see those numbers. And with that information, you can make a good decision. Things to consider, factors involved, should I refinance or should I leave it alone? Just wanted to bring that up. I felt it was so important. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what we talked about? Should I lease or should I buy with a car? That's important information for a car. Absolutely. But you know what? For a home, does it make sense to keep with what you have with your existing mortgage? Mm. Or does it make sense to refinance? Consider these options. And do they make sense? Or should you leave it alone? 
That is the there question. There it is. Or make an extra payment, less than that time frame, <laughs> for that mortgage. Great topics. Yeah, a lot of uh, important information to digest, important questions to ask, and people are thinking along these lines, and they, or if not, maybe they're now, it's kind of opening their eyes to different options, different things that they should consider to do. Um, you know, we've talked different times in the podcast or even on, on the show just about different things to consider depending on their unique situation. I like that you said so, that everybody's unique. Everybody yeah. has their own situation. Right. You know, so for you to go in the bank and everybody should refinance or whatever, because you go into your local bank and, you know, they'll have the rates and you're like, oh, wow, that's a lot less than I'm paying. You right. really want to do your homework yeah. and lean on a mortgage representative that really goes over the numbers with you. Exactly. There it is. Dave, this was another good podcast. We, Thank you. We're on a. No, I enjoyed it. We're on a roll here. Yeah, we are. Number number eleven. Yeah, and there don't it is. forget, you know, if you need to catch up, catch up any time on the podcast. You know where to find them, of course, and then share it with your family and friends. And of course, you know, you're going on a a nice road trip there. Just crank up the podcast one through Definitely. eleven here, and just go, you know, one after the other, and then all of a sudden you'll be on. A nice financial journey. It'd be kind of like, uh, you know, turning on that favorite CD. And I'll give you uh, my contact information if anybody, of course, wants to reach out to me with a different topic and idea. Ah, There you go. Where do I get the ideas from different people that I speak to, clients that I have, people that listen to the radio show that we have, Vin, and of course, the podcast that we're doing, the ideas are out there. Give them to me. Let's talk about them. Yeah, and let's absolutely. Let's get that in a future podcast. Right. So how? Uh, so for people who want to talk about anything we that you've mentioned on sure. any of the podcasts so far, Dave, or any other questions that they have, or maybe they're in a particular situation where they feel somebody else would benefit from it, how can they get in touch with you at Shoreline Wealth Management to talk about this and more? Excellent, excellent. Uh, Okay, phone number, let's start with that. 732-902-7880. Of course, visit us at shorelinewealth.com. There it is. And we have offices in lovely Manchester and Manahawkin. Drive, drive, drive. Call, email, Contact Dave Cross, and he'll help you on that financial journey. Dave, it's been a blast. It's been fun. Look forward to next week's podcast, my friend. Without a doubt. Looking forward to it as well. For Dave Cross, and I'm Vin Avenue. Thanks for listening to this week's The Financial Wake-Up Call podcast with Dave Cross. And the opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. Please consult your legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Whether you are in the early stages of investing, getting ready to retire, or planning your estate, you need a financial planner who will guide you on a clear path with honesty and transparency. Shoreline Wealth Management provides clarity through the complexity. Shoreline's system is straightforward. They will understand your financial circumstances, identify goals, analyze current plans, and customize a path to position you to reach your goals. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. ShorelineWealth.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA. 
SIPC. Let's face it, investment concepts and financial planning can be very intimidating and confusing. Shoreline Wealth Management addresses that feeling head on. Their goal is to educate you while offering financial advice without buzzwords and jargon. Shoreline includes you in the process and makes you comfortable every step of the way. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit shorelinewealth.com for more information and start your financial journey with comfort and security today. Shoreline Wealth Management with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.